with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the Spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. For this reason, I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. The Gospel of the Lord. The quickest way at a large meeting or gathering or a classroom of kids to get them all to focus in a Catholic context is to do this. In the name of the Father and of the Son. And everybody kind of pipes up, right? And that image where we bless ourselves reminds us that we live in the Trinity. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And imagine with me for a moment, if you will, everybody this evening. Perfect love and life. Never ending. Always perfect. That's what the Trinity is. We know that the Trinity is true because we believe in the truth of Jesus' words. And that's how the church is understood. Three persons, one God. Because Jesus comes and he says, I'm here to do the will of the Father who sent me. I am the Son of God. And as we heard in the gospel, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. He's going to continue this mission. One, two, three. But for us to keep in mind that as we gather and we worship, and this is like, you know, to, to meditate, to ruminate, if you will. Perfect love and life. That's who we worship. Now, hopefully over the course of our lives, uh, we start to worship in such a way that the meditation upon the perfection and goodness of who God is and this overflowing goodness to us starts to shape our own minds and our own hearts so that we reflect love and life. This is part of the reason why we are so jarred when things do not reflect the goodness of God. Wars, gun violence, abortion, poverty, injustices and hate. And when we encounter these things, not only in the world, but sometimes in our own lives, we think, that's not right. That's not how God, who God is and how God has created us to be. And when we encounter these things from the God who's created and has existed from the beginning, as we heard in the first reading from Proverbs, we take consolation in what we heard in the second reading. That as you encounter sufferings and trials, it will help you build endurance and character and hope 
Because we're reminded again of the perfection of who God is and what we desire and strive for in our lives of faith to have communion with this perfect God. To allow the Lord to shape our minds and our hearts in such a way that we reflect again love and life. I had a professor in seminary and he had this beautiful phrase. He said, you know, the beatific vision, he was this Italian guy, he had this great, he was great, right? And he would, he would teach and he'd say, the beatific vision or, you know, God willing, when we get to heaven, it's still going to be us. And so only God, so I put on the theological cap here for a second, everybody. Only God can understand God's self completely because that's who God is. We understand glimpses. You know, we kind of have to learn progressively over time. And so as we gather in the beatific vision of the Trinitarian God in perfect life and love, we understand everything we need to know at that moment and are filled with immense joy. And then it's like the rotating of the earth, you know, like it's the next phase, you know, the light comes and this and that. The earth rotates and we move to more joy and we learn even more. And then we move from joy to joy forever. Perfect life and love. That's who the Lord is here for you here for the world.